legends are timeless. Myths hold truth. Through the centuries, lessons were passed from elder to child in stories. Stories that gave insight into humanity and life lessons. Welcome to Modern Myths and Legends, where the tools of this world give you the tools for your world. Maurice was always smiling. Wherever he went, he made eye contact with total strangers and gifted them with his gorgeous ear-to-ear -ear grin. His mates thought it hilarious that Maurice was originally from Mauritius. Mauritian Maurice. <laughs> Maurice didn't care. He didn't quite understand how his homeland, coupled with his name, could be so funny. But he enjoyed his mate's amusement. Every day, when Maurice went to work, he wore the same thing. Black trousers, shiny black shoes, and a sharply pressed white collared shirt. Maurice was a creature of habit. Another habit that Maurice kept to was a daily examination of the bargain shops close to his work. Maurice loved the abundance of cheap and colourful knickknacks that filled the racks and shelves. He was always surprised by both the amount and variety of products that these stores sold. He was also amazed that each store still managed to stock products unique to that store. So much stuff. Maurice rarely bought anything. He was just fascinated by each store and its uniqueness. The people fascinated him too. People in general never seemed to have enough stuff. And there was a kooky item that was fit for everyone's needs. Even if a person didn't think they needed a specially designed egg holder to facilitate microwave boiling. The type of people that Maurice observed fell into three distinct categories. One, the overwhelmed and confused shopper. Two, the disinterested store worker. Three, the experienced bargain hunter. Maurice noted that he didn't fit into any of his three categories and conceded to himself that there were probably more categories. They just didn't fascinate him the way that his categories did. Belinda fell neatly into the experienced bargain hunter category. Whenever she shopped, it was not merely shopping. It was a hunt. The thrill of the chase, the tussle for the perfect item, that unique item that hadn't yet been decapitated and mounted onto one of her heaving walls. When Belinda shopped, she didn't have tunnel vision. She had telescopic vision. Her focus was complete, sharp, accurate, like the sight on a rifle. When Maurice saw her, he imagined her wearing a safari suit and pith helmet. He almost went as far as imagining a monocle, but she was far too alert for that part of the cliché. Belinda methodically stalked each aisle. Occasionally she would pick up an obscure item, examine it with a laser beam-like gaze, then deposit it on a different shelf or in a different basket to which she'd plucked it from. Maurice, being a creature of habit, was fascinated by her. 
but could not stop himself from following her through the aisles and restoring order to the chaos she was wreaking with her discarded trinkets. It was the least he could do for the almost invisible, disinterested store worker. It was during her excursion down the fourth aisle that Belinda spotted Maurice. The hunter being stalked. Who was the tall, ebony-skinned young man trailing her through the store? He must have thought that she was a shoplifter. <laughs> like anyone could possibly notice anything missing amongst this chaos. Yes, he obviously worked here. These stores are always manned by a plethora of incoherent migrants, she thought, with more than an ounce of disapproval. And with the generous helping of the air of superiority that she carried like a handbag. Belinda didn't consider herself racist, but she did know where people's places were, or should be. There was what she thought was a natural order to the world, and she was obviously sitting at or near the top of that order. Still clutching a battery-powered egg whisk, she marched towards Maurice. She would not be thought of as a criminal by one of his kind. Maurice was shocked when the woman strode up to him and thrust a $20 note into his hand. Happy now, you creepy little man? Oh, and keep the change. You look like you need it. Belinda spat, then turned on her heel and left the store with the battery-powered egg whisk held high above her head like a well-won trophy. Maurice was stunned. But not as stunned as the usually disinterested store worker who immediately alerted security to the blatant theft that had just occurred. Belinda was beyond shocked when security escorted her to the local police station. Maurice left the store, $20 richer, and wandered back to his office. As the bank branch manager, he never could enjoy a full hour for lunch. And the moral of the story? Assumptions are the paver stones to embarrassment. is written, recorded and voiced by Suze Mauer in front of a live audience of domestic cats. Incidental sound effects, music effects and the loop used as the show's theme song is provided by GarageBand. Music